This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, everyone. It's Monday night, and welcome to the Tilt and Talk Show, sponsored by Small Affordable Cars. I'm Paul Hickist, and tonight we're joined by Mr. Road Mark Adams. Good evening, everybody. All the way from the USA, doing his best impression of Wayne Rooney, he's Mark Meredith. Evening, all. Craig Courtney. Good evening, all. Alan Watson. Good evening. Chris Brown. Good evening. And saving the best till last, Claire Giblin. Good evening. You know, that's the right things, don't I? <laughs> so there's only one place to start. I want to wish King Charles a speedy recovery after he's been recently, in the last sort of few hours or so, diagnosed with prostate cancer. So uh, I'm sure we all, I'm sure I'll speak for everyone here when we want to send our best wishes and wish him a speedy recovery and all the best. So yeah, yeah. start us off then, Robe. You was there, weren't you, Saturday? Obviously, we narrowly uh, lose the game 1-0. And um, from what I saw, I was too busy bopping to Gokwan, uh, as you all know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll hand over to you and Claire to uh, talk us through the day and the game and everything. Just give us your thoughts. Cheers, Paul. Um, I thought we looked really comfortable for most of the game, to be fair. I mean, I'm I'm surprised Albion are in the top six, if that's the level of performance. They look so average. They were there for the taking. Um, uh, game-wise, their support was... But when Clarell backed me up on this, their support was silent virtually. They didn't seem to have a lot to get excited about. We were, we looked really comfortable first half. Um, I think Pritchard was he only played a half, but he was my man of the match. Um, yeah. It's just it's just it's just getting the ball in the back of the net. It's just mm. you know we're crying out for a striker now. Um, even when we had the chance where Long um, you know hit the post second half and it sort of rolled across the goal mouth, there's no one with that killer instinct and that kind of summed it up. There's nobody there to just dive in or to just get on the end of it, and we just, we just, we just two thirds of the pitch we look good, but it's just the final third. Um, Dembele's decision making was was terrible at times, um, and it, it's sod's law, you know. They go and, and break, and, and that man, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, yeah, he's the one who ended up scoring the winner. But um, yeah, I mean, loads of positives. I think it's only a matter of time before we we do really click and we do sort of beat someone convincingly, um, which. You know, I think we'll do that on Friday. I'm convinced we'll win on Friday. To be fair, mm. um, it was just—it's just a good performance. Just disappointing that we just that final third. Just we do, don't look threatening at all. I mean, yeah, that, that's why forward players cost the most money, isn't it, Mark? Because they put the ball in yeah. the back of the games. And exactly. That, that's, that's it. That's, that's, yeah, that's it. But um, yeah. loads of positive. Loads of positive. Yeah, Claire, how was your day? Um, yeah, it was a really good day, to be fair. Um, we got there quite early. Um, thank you to the cricket club who let us in, even though they didn't want to weigh fans in because of obviously what happened the week before. Um, went down there, obviously met Robe. So Robe stood next to me and actually had what I uh, a quiet game next to me. <laughs> I don't think it was. He heard me in full voice. Um, 
I know that a lot of West Brom fans said that we were some of the loudest support that they've had. Um, they were really quiet. I couldn't believe how quiet they were for an actual derby. They only woke up when they scored. Um, I think it's same what, what Robe said. I think they weren't the best team we've played this season. I'm surprised they're that high up. We, we just lacked that clinical finish, that somebody to unlock the door. I thought the subs were a bit strange as well. Um, I knew Buchanan was on a yellow and they did attack down the wings as well. Um, but bringing Bakun on at right back was a bit of a strange one. But um, Pritchard was brilliant. I can't wait to see him carry on playing in a blue shirt. I thought Miyashi had a good game. Jay was a bit quiet. But the first half, you were like, nil, nil, we'll go in and then we'll see what happens. And all of a sudden, Pritchard gets taken off at half-time, which obviously we know it's a calf strain now. Mm. But that was a bit of a strange one. But that Sung Ho, was, he was quite good, actually. He, yeah. he impressed yeah. me as well. Um, we were lucky. We were really good on corners. That's one thing that we, we beat them all day long on corners. I just think we could have played it on the floor a bit more. They were massive. They were such a tall team. Uh, me and Roe kept saying, we're just launching it up to Pritchard, who's about five foot four. You got Miyashi, who's tiny as well. So we lack the height. But they, they scored a goal against the runner play. And then obviously we had the instances with Bakuna, but him at the end coming over to clap us nearly caused a riot in the Blues end. Um, I'm surprised that they don't. he didn't get a book in or anything. So fair play to Laird, who pushed him out the way, to be honest, mm. because... <laughs> we were stood there and also there was about 100 fans just came bombing down by us but yeah it was a shame really I was really I was really expecting something but we, I think it's a must win on Friday and I think we can beat them but we need to win against Sheffield Wednesday and Blackburn because all of a sudden we are creeping slowly lower down and it's yeah, not yeah. I think we've got to defend properly as well haven't we well, you know the goals that we've conceded in the last two games you know we conceded four and I think all of them are pretty avoidable to be honest you know you've got to start you've got to close the man down crossing the ball and it happened at Leicester and it happened again on Saturday and you know you get the wrong side of your man then as well when the ball comes in then you know he's got an opportunity to finish and that's exactly what happened on uh, with Vardy's header at Leicester and on yeah. Saturday as well you know so um, but yeah Craig give us your thoughts mate and just before you do obviously you mentioned Janino Bakuna there as well Claire and um, in the stadium obviously did you see much of what was going on with that at the time or Yeah, all of a sudden it stopped. So where all the hassle was for the Wolves fans, it came from over that way. And all of a sudden, the Kuna called the referee over and it stopped for about five minutes, was it, Robe? And they were talking. And we knew straight away something could happen and his whole demeanour dropped. Like at the end, I generally thought he was going to cry. And he just looked straight at the Blues fans and just clapped for his face. It was 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 not nice to to see at all. And it's second time now, it's just not good enough. No, it's an absolute disgrace and it needs to be clamped down on that. They need to do something more to try and stop it because, you know, anyone, Mm. anyone with that mindset going to a football match, you know, if they've got any intention of doing anything like that, then, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they should be banned for life. Well, West Brom are the main people for black players. You know, if you look in their history and if you look how many black players that they've got playing for them, it does not make any sense. It doesn't make no, any no. sense. No. No. Can I, no. Can I just Go ahead, say, because I watched it on television, I uh, I got a close-up <clears throat> what was going on at the touchline 
And basically, the steward, the chief steward, who they called, didn't want to know. He just kept looking and going, no, no, no. And uh, uh, Bakuna was pointing the bloke out. He, he kept going, him there with the glasses. And they didn't want to do anything. Mm. They just and, and the commentators, which we'll probably go on to a bit later on, they said, right, oh, he's making a fuss over nothing. If anybody said like said anything like that, the Albion fans would have heard it. Well, they did hear it. Mm. They didn't do anything about it. I mean, mm. it was it was dealt with very, very badly. And he got very upset because he kept saying, it's him there. That's the guy. And they just yeah. looked, stared at him. If he'd gone mad. Mm. Uh, and, and you're right, it did take a long time. And we never got that time back at the end of the game. And mm. as, as for that Villa idiot going over to our lot, I mean, he should have been, he should have been red carded for that and banned for a month because that is ludicrous. Absolute ludicrous. Lunacy. Mm. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you could, you could potentially entice a riot doing stuff like that. And yeah. what, happened, what, what happened in that stadium the week before as well, you know, you'd think he had a bit of a brain between his ears, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's back anyway. in the villa, so are you surprised? No. Sorry. Anyway, Craig, over to you, mate. <laughs> I mean, firstly, just to echo what Watto said there, I, I watched it as well, and yes, there was there was an element, I would even go as far as saying an element of covering up. They didn't want it to be heard and thought about coming from the club. Um, you know, we wholeheartedly, as does everybody else, back the Kuno. Racism should be nowhere near the sport. It's rife at the moment, and it has to stop. Yeah. But there are many other things from from that day that you know stood out. I mean, firstly, I thought it was the most dull and boring game probably this season oh, that I have, have seen. Yeah. Um, could quite easily have fell asleep during the first half. Second half picked up, but I think that was because actually we had two sets of players that decided they were going to put the foot in a little bit rather than than trying to dance around each other, as you saw in the first half. I thought it was one mistake that let us down, but again, it's one mistake that's cost us. Um, Bielik did lose his man. He did hold his hands up, you know, and, and say it. So I applaud them for, for saying I've made the mistake, but they've got to cut cut them out because they are, they are costing us. Yeah, 100%. So, in terms of the rest of it, you know, yes, Pritchard showed some fantastic touches. And I, I tell you what, I was talking to somebody earlier on and saying that boy can whip the ball and, and his, his crossing was superb. And mm. I, I, what I'd like to see, actually, is is Djokovic on the pitch when he's whipping those balls in because if you can put this at a pinpoint accuracy, we're going to put them away constantly because they were just superb. Mm. He also didn't stop putting his foot in. He wasn't afraid to have it a go. And that actually G got quite a few of the others. I think he, he brought a few along with it. My, my man of the match um, was was actually a loaner from QPR. I thought he was superb. Um, his passing was just second to none throughout the whole of the game. And I just thought, you know, he, he's really, really beginning to shine. And I think um, the more we have them together, the better better things are, are going to be. Um Overall, though, yeah, I was disappointed. Then I just look at it and think, you know, I, I, I agree with Mark. Hey, they're in the top six, and if they stay in the top six the way they're playing, they've got absolutely no chance. They'll be a better team that will will come into there and, and, and take over. But they didn't show too much for me. 
we showed enough that I think on Friday we'll get a result up at Hillsborough. And on that front, club get another 1,400 tickets today. Yeah. So you know, it's going to take our following to just shy of 3,500 if we sell all those, which I think we will. Yep. So it'd be phenomenal. Friday night on the TV and 3,500 back in your Incredible. TV. It's not, it's not the cheapest place to go to either. No, no, no. Never has been, no. Over to Mark Meredith in uh, in Dallas, mate. Give us your thoughts, and uh, I presume you watched the game, did you? Yeah, I did. I watched it on the TV, and again, you know, I echo everybody else's thoughts on it. it you know, it wasn't a, a superb game. It wasn't one for the uh, for the eye, really. But I think I just came away disappointed uh, a little bit. It was not disappointed in the effort and the um, ability of the players like we have done in the past. I think it was more disappointment because it was there to take. And win, and um, you know the big thing for us now. I think we've we've missed a massive gap again in January by not getting a striker in because, um, as we've seen in the last four, five, six years, is we're struggling down at the bottom on relegation fights because we don't win games that are maybe there to be won. We don't have a prolific goal scorer in the team, and then the mistakes we do make, the one or two a game get punished you know to be fair to West Brom they didn't have a very good game they punished a mistake from us they get themselves a goal they go and win the game that's that, That's how you do it that's how the promotion teams do it mm-hmm. you know you scrap and you, and you get your three points um, you know Craig totally beat me to it on the Dizal one I thought the Dizal was a a real shining point um, you watch him on the field he wants to get around um, he's everywhere the ball is he wants to have it which is great seems like he's full of confidence his passing's great, you know, his, his final pass maybe a little bit, let him down a little bit um, a couple of times just with that through ball. That's something that I'm sure will come. Um, but again, it was one of those, it was marred by the racism incident at the end, um, just obviously after they scored their goal. Um, and then we just didn't have that time at the end, I think, to get get an equaliser. We were very unlucky with, with Long's uh, shot off the post, which, you know, in another day, and if you live 10 minutes down the road from us, it seems that that goes in off 10 players. Um, for us, it's, you know, a whisker of the a paint of the post before, and it's goes straight into the goalkeeper's hands. So a little bit of luck there could have been a little bit different, but, you know, we certainly are showing a lot more confidence and drive within um, Mowbray's team. But again, results <clears throat> on field is what's going to be the, uh, the clear point going into the end of the season. I just hope we can start to pick up points when we need to and, and get ourselves away because it gets to the stage again that we don't come away too frustrated about Saturday but with QPR winning as well it's four points again and you know it, it just it keeps you on your shoulders all the time so I think it's just about getting a few wins under our belt and, and really looking you know at the middle half of the league and, and not the bottom like we have done yeah. for the last couple of years For me go, going back on Dazelle I think it looks like QPR's loss there is our gain so far. And yeah. if the shoe was on the other foot there and we were sending one of our players out to QPR to make them better, I wouldn't be very happy about that, would you? Mm. <laughs> QPR's blogs have all said that they think he's a great player, but they've never got anything out of him. You know, they've never got the best out of him. Uh, so maybe... I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't I wasn't as impressed as perhaps you were, um, because he he wasn't in the game enough. But but let's hope let's hope you know coming into our team he finds he finds his best form. He has he has he obviously has got some ability. Um, 
but it's just it's, what what all our players lack is effectiveness. You know, we play some decent football, but we we can't we can't finish it off, and we're not effective now. Uh, where uh, there was criticism of um, Dembele, which I understand, but he was he was the one that was trying to create something, but in the end was ineffective. You know, he'd beat one or two players, he wouldn't get the ball across, he wouldn't get a shot off. Uh, mm. Same really with Stansfield. He he get the you know he had he had two shots. One 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 he got a bit of oof behind. The other one. It was a pass back, you know, ineffective. Now he, those are the two of our players that we hope are going to create something. But on Saturday, they were all they were all ineffective. Um, Pritchard started the game wonderfully well, but was ineffective in the end. He didn't, you know, it's not his fault there isn't a there isn't a a, a, a Djokovic there, you know. He he he. he he puts good crosses in. He puts good passes in, and but we we don't we don't make the best of them. The one thing uh, what we haven't mentioned is uh, we, we, we're talking about taking uh, Buchanan off. They did him in the first minute of the game, right in yeah. front, right in front on the halfway line. Woof! He, he, they, they, as, as his as his leg followed through, the bloke done him right, uh. and he took him a bit of time, and then. To finish him off just before half time, they repeated the dose. So he was, I know he, he, he struggled on, but, uh, you know, there was, there was, there was things like that going on that were annoying me. Come on, referee. You've seen what's happened there. You know, they've done it to him twice and, and nobody got booked for it. Uh, the, the, the one where their bloke should have been sent off, uh, you know the referees made a mistake because he let us get away with the same thing. That yeah. lynched, if, if he sent Sonish off, that had lynched him. So he thought to himself, "Well, I've made one mistake. I'll make up for it." Now Sonish should have gone off, but Sonish is thinking, "What are you getting? I can get away with anything because the referee ain't going to send their bloke off. He ain't going to send me off." Yeah, it does concern had, me. Though. Had to take him off in the end. Yeah, but Buchanan is one that concerns me. If he gets injured, we don't have anyone in the same street to go left back. Um, no. Whereas if Laird gets injured, we've got Drama. I know Drama's injured at the moment, but he's deputised uh, for Laird really well at right back. And, you know, and don't get me wrong, Longello comes in and does his best, but he's just better going forward than defensively. And Buchanan's such well, an important player for us. But another thing that's concerned me as well, and I wasn't aware of this, Steve Portman has said that they were getting abused as well on the way out. And, West Bromwich Albion and West Midlands Police are investigating into that as well. So, yeah. have we heard about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah I've heard, um, I've heard a bit about that. Mm. It's not fair. Just ridiculous. Who was abusing you, Paul? Nobody was abusing me. I'm talking about Accessy Blues on their way out. Some of our disabled Oh, right. Let, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. let's be clear. This has got to go on at more than more than one ground every every weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's it's quite rife. Horrible to say, but it's, it's a disgrace. It's rife. It is, yeah. You know, it's we've, never we've got, it's never gone we? away. It's never gone away. No, 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 nobody, nobody should ever have to come out of a football match no. and, and used by anybody. No, 
Um, and nobody should nobody nobody should go to do their job either and play for a football club and be abused either in any way. Yeah, well, you know. So you know, the thing is, we give we give the people the airtime. You know, the more we talk yeah, about it, the more they get the airtime, and then they actually mm, spot on. It sounds daft. You want to highlight the problem, but actually, it it it, it just brings it more to light, and then people think we've won. We've got her. You know, we're going to do this again, and it will get heard and heard and heard. It's happened at Coventry. It's happened at Birmingham. Mm-hmm. It, it probably happens, you know, at, at Birmingham as well. You know, we don't. Mm-hmm. I can't can't say that we you don't hear different things because I think everybody hears comments that could be mm-hmm. construed as being derogatory. But yeah. at the end of the day, it, it has to be stamped out. How they do it, I do not know, because you know you can't stop everybody. And, and let's face it. The West Brom fans will have heard it. You're right, Watto. They'd have heard it around them. Yeah. But they're mm. not going to be in one of their own. It no. just doesn't happen. And it would happen at every single ground. It would. It does have to stop. How they do it, I just do not know. The one thing I can say is I encourage everybody to report it. There are mechanisms to report it. There are mechanisms to report racial slurs, sexy slurs. You know, the, the Her Game 2 website use that if there are, are comments of which there were comments on Sunday during the commentary that were yeah. just totally uncalled for and not needed really? and that came uh, from their commentary team mm-hmm. you know so God. yeah that's been that's been reported uh, yeah there's been um, a lot of reports on that like yeah. a lot of I've had so many people tell me it how was, to report it so it, it, it was not only abusive, it was ignorant. They, they obviously knew nothing about us. I mean, the first comment was that our biggest weakness, weakness was down the flanks. Well, we got the best two fullbacks in the in the league. That's, that ain't where we're weak. We're weak no. in the middle. Uh, yeah. And uh, and every time, every time there was a foul, if it was if, it, if an Albion foul, he's he, uh, screaming, "Our blokes are diving!" Uh, and every time, every time we 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 foul them then it's 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 got to be a red card or or it's got a hanging at least i mean they yeah. were dreadful and, and and as i say the it was ignorant they 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 said about the the, the racist slurs oh it can't possibly be happening we must be wrong you know uh, oh he's making a fuss over nothing and all this sort of business well unless you're a black man in his position, you ain't you ain't got any right to say what he's thinking, feeling, or anything else. No. And he ain't likely to make it up, is he? I mean, no. goodness me, you you got to have a bit of pride, surely, uh, and, mm. and start making things up about people. He's ridiculous, but that's what they were accusing him of. I mean, I I, I almost I was so in, I was annoyed with our performance because you know I, I sat here and I thought. We're never going to score. We're, ne- we're never going to score. And of course, they get one one clear cut chance, and in it goes. And I'm thinking, here we go again. Uh, and then listening to this lot talking about it, I'm, uh, I was, I mean, you haven't, you haven't put my uh, blog out yet, but when when you do, when you hear it, God, oh, I, I, yeah. I watched it again myself afterwards, and I said, did I, you know? Did I go over the top here? Because I was so annoyed, and it came across in what I said. Um, mm. You know, I, I was I was going to ring it up, so perhaps you better edit that. But uh, no, let it let it go. You know, the, the, 
as, as far as I'm concerned, and this is how my mind works, and I think this is how everyone's mind should work, that let's say, for example, we're playing Norwich at home. You know, mm. anybody wearing our colours on that pitch or in the stands is blue. And anybody, you know, wearing Norwich shirts and playing for Norwich is, is yellow. And that's it. That's the only colours in football, mm. as far as I'm concerned. We're all, yeah. we're all, we're all, we're all, we're all, you know, united together, supporting the yes, same club. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but anyway, Mark Meredith, what you been up to today? Then you had a bit of a because you're actually all passion professional. Let's go into work mode. <laughs> Not much, really. Now we had uh, we actually got a couple of guys over from the um, football association in Ireland. A couple of coaches, so they were doing some coach education um, with our our coaches here at the club. And then we're doing an, an on that was off the field in the office. We did um, some presentation work, so we're going to now go on the field tonight with some of our teams. So, you know, biggest thing for us is just is just um, trying to bring in different things to keep all our younger coaches obviously developing as well. Because that's what we're you know we're looking for that we're looking for the more development off the field than we are on it. Um, so we can just all keep learning. Mm. Oh yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting yeah. to see, and it's a European model coming here to the states. So obviously, it's people see different things, but um, it's something that we can keep on doing and, and keep building, and, and hopefully from there. So yeah, it, it's always enjoyable. Yeah, and is there a path for progression for yourself? I mean, which, what's your ambition to eventually come back here and manage the Blues or what? Like to, <laughs> I'm not sure if we can put up with you guys as fans though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think what this show did to Rooney. Yeah, no, obviously you want to you want to get better. I don't yeah. don't think I'd ever go as far as saying I'm going to be in the professional game. Um, but you want to get you want to get better, and and the fact that. You know, I always want to do something around um, Birmingham. I'm happy here in the States, but if that's something that we maybe we could link in with the club or something like that, then I would love to. But yeah, biggest thing for me is just, you know, keep, keep developing myself away. I, I love the game, as you can tell, as a fan and a, and a, a, like a professional in, in what I'm doing. But you got to keep learning every day, disappointments and, and successes and, and just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Some good comments coming in from people as well. Dan Nash must have been. Love how it's so hard to get an away ticket now. Once they're out, they're yeah, gone. They're gone. They're gone. That would be nice to see with the home games as well now. You know, if we can get that yeah. at home as well, yeah. eventually. It's not going to happen. Just on that, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. Just on that. So talking about that, I thought the video that uh, Wagner put out last week was oh, great. Yeah. You know, just to push That's... on the Sunderland game. It's very professional and very much, yeah. uh, you know, like he's a part. He knows what we want as a club. And I think that was I. I sat there and looked at it and just felt excited just from that interview. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, and what they've done there is is, is very good, isn't it? Really, you know, yeah. really good. Um, again, Blues have failed in the final third. Everywhere else, we we competed. That's Ray Hobro. Um, any shot was like a pass. Need training on kicking a ball in properly. You know, kicking a ball properly. That's Dave Twine. Very good point. You know, when we get into those threatening positions, we just don't. It was the same at Leicester, wasn't it? It was more like there was just no. Venom in the shots at all, wasn't really. Um, yeah, mm. I like the way Dizal takes the ball from our defenders and takes it forward. That's Ray Hobro again. Uh, what else we got? Any more, Chris? You got any more uh, there, mate? I've just been reading a few, actually. Uh, going back to the Albion ground, have you just read this one from Michael Woods? No. Uh, right. Okay, Re- reminding me of the Richard Sneaks game uh, years ago. One chance, yep. one yeah. chance we only had one chance. Yes, <laughs> Absolutely right. Yeah. 
We yeah. battered them that day. Can't remember the year, but no doubt the panel were the guys. <coughs> it was early in Trevor's reign. Ninety seven. Uh, yeah, we, we, we give him a we give him a football lesson and three points. Unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good way of putting it. Mm. John McCarthy, you must have missed two or three sitters that day. One on one. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, Matthew says, um, who do you think we've not seen why do you think we've not seen Dixon appear yet? They clearly don't feel like he's ready, do they, for the first team yet? Yeah. The big jump I'm up surprised. from Pete. Yeah, I'm surprised he never went out on loan then, to be honest. Like, I think that would have been really, really good to get him down to, like, League One or even League Two and just get him some games, you know, if he's that yeah. good, get him out there. Because the under-21s, 23s, whatever it is, is a lot different to the men's game. So I'm surprised yeah, they didn't go, do you want to go out on loan for six months? Then when you come back, let's see what you've done and build from there. Because everyone's yeah. calling for him. Mm. But it was nice to see the bench was a bit more stronger. I mean, mm. you know, we didn't have um, certain people there and certain people didn't come on. So we were all really happy. Um, what are you talking about, Claire? Shows... Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, we know who I'm talking about. Hey, Beyonce makes Roberts a great came on. But Burke wasn't anywhere near it. And Roberts wasn't so... He's, are they, they're obviously the players that Mowbray was talking about. You know, they, they, they've they been given chance after chance. You haven't produced, so... No. Yeah. Gary Gardner, yeah. another one. Mm. Yeah. Gary Gardner didn't know near. Um, but they're yeah, going to they're gonna have to get used to get used to that, aren't they? Yeah. I think Gary Gardner can live with his head held high, though, in the summer if he does go when he's... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he's done, he's served us well. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the other two, obviously, have only been here five minutes, but haven't really brought us a thing at all between them yet, but... Hopefully, Roberts in particular, he can get better because he's ours, and he? he signed like a three or four year contract, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So you know, hopefully, what he can start is... to do some stuff for us. Just on, well, we just on the game as well. Go on, Mark. Sorry, Claire. Just on the game as well. I think you know, having averaging goal, and he's not played obviously a lot for us over the last couple of years. I, I didn't feel um, worried about that. I thought he had a, a pretty decent game. You know, obviously there was a goal against him, which I, nothing he could do with it. But there wasn't any. I, I didn't go in as a fan panicking that we've got to put this kid in goal, and he's you know we, our our first team goalkeeper is um, is injured and so on. So I think Everidge had a, a pretty steady game, and I think um, if, for instance, Ruddy is injured for the next three or four weeks, then we've got a real good replacement there. Mm, yeah. I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. He's never really let us down massively at all, has he? When he's played, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I never, never worry about Esther. I mean, he only lost his place because he was seriously, seriously ill, and and we had to go and find another goalkeeper. He was ill, he was uh, and he took him. I mean, the, the guy was near near death, and mm. it took him a year, really, to 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 get back to being a professional goalkeeper again. He he played a game after about six months, and he he wasn't. He wasn't right, but yeah, he's back. He's back to his best now, and unfortunately, he's he's been replaced and can't get his place back. Now he's he's got a bit of a chance now. He'll mm. uh, it, put him in the shop window if we if we move him on at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, he's still an international. He still gets called up for for that. Um, I I I I agree with you. He's you know. He, he shouldn't be a problem. The problem will be if he gets injured, then then we're in trouble. Um, yeah, because we've we've only got what is eighteen? Is he the the, the the second 
Cooper now. That's where the, uh, that's where the emergency own. loan comes in. If we get if Edwards gets injured, then emergency loan comes emergency in. Then loan, don't yeah. have any pro yeah. goalkeepers on the books without a fit. So I suppose so. Yeah. But to get get back to Dixon, uh, I'm 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 talking to Claire now. I'm, I'm trying to look on a positive. If we'd have if we'd have loaned him out. Uh, and suddenly decided we needed. We couldn't have put him in because he, he he's, he's out, out, out of the. At least him staying here is mean if he suddenly has a burst of form or whatever, and we can't leave him out, then we can put him in. So that the, there's a bit of a positive there. I I'd like to think you know that the people. Well, we don't want him out on loan. We want him here in case in case he gets to the point where we say now he is ready and we can put him in then. Yeah. Um, that's 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 just. I mean, I might be clutching at straws here a bit, but hopefully that's what they're thinking. Um, yeah. Because we we we've got to we've got to find somebody. Um, mm. You know, I I I thought Anderson has looked as positive as anybody else uh, in that sort of second striker role. Um, but again, he's he's how many games is he? And he has scored. Um, mm. Yeah, and on that on that one as well, Alan. If you look at it now, Anderson was Anderson's obviously been told that he's not required to, so to speak. They were asking him to go out um, on the transfer deadline day to Rotherham, and and that was the fact that probably why we didn't bring in an, a, another player was because Anderson decided, no, I don't want to leave. And to be fair to Anderson, he said, "Listen, I want to try and fight for my spot. I know it's not guaranteed." I'll do all I can to, to do that. But it's also the coach saying to him, listen, you're you're not really 100% part of my plan. So if you do want to leave, you can. So, you know, that, so it doesn't look like that's the, the choice for Mowbray right now. Uh, maybe that will change. I'm, I'm glad he didn't leave. I think he'll give us he's an extra, he's, he's a good player for me. I think he's going to give us give us something between now and the end of the season. Mm. Um but it doesn't look like he's going to be the first choice to be thrown in at any point if the other people are fit. No. Yeah, no. I understand that. I understand that. Well, I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just, I mean, we've at Leicester and and at Sat- on Saturday, he was positive. He 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 was aggressive. He 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 was he's he's strong, and he knock you know he he he, he knocks people over and, and 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 whatever. Now, again, like all the others, he's not effective. He, he doesn't finish the job, um, and and, 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 and I suppose down to the fact he doesn't play them, uh, and, and oh, I guess yeah. this, this is what comes down. You know, consistency in a team is then down to not swapping and changing your players every five minutes, like we had under Rooney. We do seem to have an element of consistency under Mowbray, but it, I, I still firmly believe we are yet to see our strongest eleven on the field. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't... yeah, one thing we haven't done in a little while um, is the off the field and on the field ratings out of 10. Mm. Uh, where are we at? Where are we all at now? Claire, I'll start with you. Off the field and on the field. Um, and, and on this the goes field. out to all our viewers. Yeah, it goes out to all our viewers. Yeah, well. I was. I went really low with Rooney. I think, um, I think we're about an 8.5. Five, I think. I think if we had a decent striker and took our chances, would be a solid nine. Um, I think the way we play, we do move the ball a lot better. We, I mean, the possession we had on Saturday was where we wanted it, where we want it to be. We just need to be more clinical. And I think 
they've still got a lot of work to do is in the pricing so Sunderland is lovely but if you don't know anyone who's gold and platinum you don't get free ticket for being part of the initiative it's still 30 pound so it's still a lot so it's a bit like oh so they can get it for tenner and I'm still paying 20 no sorry 20 pound more for 30 so I think they do need to re-look at the pricing I think so Mm. I'd probably give that Probably a seven and a half. I just think the pricing can be quite a lot. Get more yeah. people in. Yeah, just bring back kid for a quid. That used to work, didn't it, back in the day? Mm. As a season ticket holder, yeah. I'd rather it be full. So at the moment, we pay for yeah. season ticket holders and they're tilted about £17 a game. So if yeah. you did adults to 20 quid, or if you did it like once in a while, like once every so often where you got an adult for a tenner, bring the kid for a pound, I'd rather it be full than... Like Blackburn's, apparently there's hardly anyone going again, and you need, you know, you want the the atmosphere and more people come in. The the youngsters are the future. We don't get them in sooner rather than later. We won't have a future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, the yeah. same. I'm, yeah, so, sorry, 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 Paul. I was going to say, um, I'm the same as Claire. You know, most of us here are season ticket holders, and I'm not. I don't begrudge anyone for having a cheap deal. You know, as long as it's full. Where are you at, Mark? With off the field and on the field now? I think I think on the field I'm probably probably a seven point five. Although I'm still excited about the future, and I think off the field I'm probably probably an eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I can't. To be honest, Paul, I can't wait till summer. No, no, no. I think that's going to be um, yeah. It's going to be hopefully yeah. the best for a long time. But uh, Alan, yeah. what's yours, mate? What are you? I I. I I I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, the the Gaffer's speech about Sunderland and and all the rest of it, but sitting in the sitting on my shoulder is a little man saying, "But they gave a job to Wayne Rooney," and and I can't get past that to be honest. Yeah. Was it hotter? Uh, God, God God bless them for everything they've mm-hmm. done off the field, but they employed that man, and I I cannot get to the bottom of it. You are intelligent. Very successful businessmen. Why did you make a decision like that? And 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 that that stops it being an, an eight or nine, it, and it cuts it down to a seven. You know, we we we, we threw we thrown away thirty five points, thirty seven points. Just just we threw thirty half of that. Where would we be now? Goodness me. Yeah, yeah. Good point coming in from Jason Hughes, actually. To give some perspective on prices, I'll pay £16 to watch Weymouth in the National League safe. So it, everything's gone up, hasn't it? Everything, it doesn't matter yeah. what it is. You know, mm-hmm. so... Um, How much did yeah. you pay at Weymouth? 16, 16 quid. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Hastings, Hastings are a, 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 a division below that. And uh, they, they charge that. Uh, yeah. For seniors, it's nine quid. Which is as much as I actually pay at Blues per per game. Um, yeah. uh, y- yes, football's not cheap anywhere. No. Um, you know, you really have to go down to the the real low echelons where they charge you a fiver or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eastbourne, Eastbourne are in the conference proper, and they charge twenty. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. rubbish. A rubbish. Mm. Chris, what are you, mate? Uh, just just going back to what Alan said. Regarding uh, the appointment of Wayne Rooney, we have to we have to remember these people that are in the hedge fund and and, and 
and and uh, and Wagner. They're not footballing people. They 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 have actually been advised by somebody, and I think that's that's really the person we should be aiming our uh, problems at with Rooney. Yeah, but we don't, there's no point looking back now, though. No, 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 that's right. That's right. It's all down to advice, a... isn't it? You know what I mean? They... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made, yeah. They made, they made a mistake. Let's yeah, move on. They've had a good choice now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, they've rectified it. They haven't let it like go on and on and on like we did with Zola, have they? It's not no. gone on for ages and ages and ages. And Cottrell and all these yeah. completely stunk the place out for too long as well. Yeah, they've made so, a mistake. Gotta... And let's move yeah. on. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Let's just move forward. I'm even, I'm, it's even got out of my mind, to be honest, that he was even here now. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, Chris, what are you? I'm probably I'm, on I'm, a... I'm off, off the field. Uh, I'm probably on about an 8, 8.5 maybe. On the field, yeah. probably about the same-ish. Okay. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's improved massively on the field oh, course, then, hasn't yeah, it? That's, yeah. I'm getting engaging from this. Oh, I think so, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, Craig? Uh, I think I'm about in the lines of 8, 8.5 off the field. Mm. Um, and I think 7, 7.58 on the field at the moment. And, you know, just, just going back as well on, on some of the comments that have come through on the board of what mm. people are saying and... and it's valid what they're saying you know ticket pricing first of all you know to Claire's point is too high you know yeah, people yeah. are saying we look at the games that are upcoming and yes they've done something for Sunderland but we've got a midweek game against Blackburn where actually I think the most expensive ticket price is £35 yeah. it's half term they've missed the trick because yeah. if there's one time you're going to get kids out late yeah. it's during the school holidays so that, that should have been yeah. Kids for a quid game and an opportunity, but also a fair few others saying, "Great that they have rewarded those people that that are are going away from home and the platinum and gold members." There has been a question asked: How much of that is down to the cock up over the West Brom tickets? <laughs> which perhaps it was yeah. a little bit of a smoothener for what had happened, but I don't, you know, I, I don't begrudge those people. They spend thousands of pounds not just on tickets, but travelling. So I don't begrudge them anyway. What I do think they need to do is look at the whole supporter base because as a season ticket holder, I'd love nothing more than to bring another three people down to the ground at a reasonable yeah. price. And I'm sure we could, we, we would all do it. Yeah. Also, one other point that people have raised is, yes, we made a mistake with Rooney, but they soon picked up the guts to sack him. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And also, the last one that I'll shout out from the board, we made millions because of Rooney's name. Yep. That part, we, we can't take away. And yep. I, I wouldn't say anything else. No, no. So, um, last but not least, Mark Meredith, what's yours, mate? Yeah, I think I'm still a seven, seven and a half on the field. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly getting there. I think I love Mowbray. I love the, the style of stuff he's bringing in. I still think that, you know, actions speak louder than words, so to speak, as well. And we need those results. You know, we're still only four points off the bottom. Um, yeah. We need those results. We need to drag ourselves away from that as quickly as we can. But I think we will. Um, yeah. That's where I'm at with that. Uh, off the field, Eight, eight and a half. I think you know they've done a great job of turning around what was a dreadful period in the, for the club. Um, ticket wise, you know, um, I, you hear about the city and the community being so important and whatever else. Now we have our own community department. You know, people know very well. I worked in the department myself. They work in thousands of schools around the, around Birmingham daily. 
You've got people like Claire who are school teachers and that sort of thing. Um, offer that half term, half, offer cheaper tickets to schools or to local grassroots football teams because yeah. they're your supporters right there. They're the ones that love to play football because that's what they're doing it for. And you know what? If they're a quid, their dad will still pay 15, 20 quid to get in so he can take his two kids to the game. Um, you know, it's so much better spending 22 quid and taking three people yeah. and it's your dad and or mom, whoever that's going to be, and, and the two kids, then um, them just spending 30 quid to set, you know, on their own. And we all know, obviously, when you get to the game, it's not just 30 quid. It's food, it's programs, it's beers, yeah. maybe, it's whatever you, I know you choose to do that, but it's all a part of your match day experience. So it does become expensive, man. We're having the conversation right now. We're probably going to pay thousands of dollars for a world cup ticket in 2026 yeah. you know, mm. people do it because they want to be there but there's not you know you've got to be you've got to look out at some point at your your true um supporters and where they're coming from because the future is right in front of us at this grassroots level get these kids following them now and and again it'll just it just continue to go for years mm-hmm. bill mix us Bill Mintz asking, how did we make millions out of Rooney's name? Merch. I, don't yeah, I, was to answer that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't say it, but I don't know. I, I'm, oh, I'm intrigued yeah. to know what the answer is. So, yeah, to answer both Bill and Jake, you know, uh, first of all, Jake, see you're shocked at the remark. We had additional income to the value, to my knowledge, of around a million and a half to two million pounds within a couple of weeks mm. of Wayne Rooney being in the club through sponsorship, Additionally, for uh, TV revenue, various things that came in because of his name. Now, I am not. I'm not advocating one little bit the appointment of him being there. However, if that million and a half or two million was enough to keep us within financial fair play, then we've done a good job from that front. May cost us more money to have got rid of him and taken him out of his contract. However, he's bought that revenue in. His name alone probably bought a few people through the turnstile as well for that first game when he was back there. Definitely. So there's those things that all mains. Mm. Yeah. And mm. I, like I say, not condoning the appointment, I, you know, he got to us all in the end. Um, they made the decision to, to get rid, but he still bought money in. Um, there's a couple of others as well. Steve Portman shouted out, and just to let everybody know, Sunderland game, right? So they've they've put out the video. Yeah. Uh, Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Ufi X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, of Wagner, but there's also five incentives. Claire's mentioned one of them for the platinum and gold supporters, bringing people in at a reduced rate and a certain number. 
there are Mark great shout with the schools. So for Sunderland, there are a thousand tickets that are being given away by the club to schools. Schools have just got to apply and see if they qualify for that criteria. There's also an incentive around grassroots football. So uh, one of the third incentives on there is £90 for three adults and 15 kids. Right, that's a great offer. It is. The other one, obviously, is reducing the prices down. Um, st- 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 still too high, but they have reduced the prices. So they're doing as much as they possibly can at the moment, I think, within the realms that they can to get people in. I do wish we could go back to the kids for quid, but I actually now begin to question how much of our pricing may be being dictated by the EFL and the FA themselves. I know from an FA Cup perspective, for example, they stated a minimum price. Now, people will say, when you state a minimum price, you expect to be, you know, given a good day and everything else. There's a lot of work still to do at St Andrews. Do I think we'll see a sellout at Sunderland? No. Do I think we'll be close? Yes. Mm. But the only way we can do it, and the only way that we can show these owners is is to get people back down there. And to me, I'll go back to this midweek game against Blackburn, right? Do a ticket that was £50 for both of the games across that weekend and that Tuesday night, and kids maximum of a tenner. They'd have got two, three, if not 4,000 more people going down to the ground. So ticket pricing is, is definitely an area for, for discussion. Um, and they are doing some things, but they can do more. Does anybody and think people, that maybe getting, to buy a ticket is, is, is complicated for a lot of people? Mm. Does anybody else think that? I mean, you know, a lot of the old days you could just turn up. Wouldn't it be great to have a section of the ground where you just turn up? We can't just pay on the gate. You can't pay on the gates anymore, can you? No, no. You no. nah. pay with your credit card. Well, you can just turn up at the turnstile and pay, pay with your credit card. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. Right? But you, sh- you should be able to. You should, you should be able yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I can understand them not wanting cash. Yeah. I can. Got, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Noticed a, I've noticed a good question from Lilypad Chris a while ago, and um, yes, all just that, for yeah. a bit, just for a bit of fun, this is as well, and I like stuff like this, as we all know. Yeah, and, it's a good question. If, you could all play, if, if we could all play for Blues, what yeah. position would we play and why? And also, what manager, if any, would you not play under and why? <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first. I'd obviously want to play up front because I want that euphoria of scoring a goal in front of the Tilton. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to mm. play for Steve Cottrell because he'd probably put me on the left wing if I was a striker. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you want to play for? Just adding to that question, Paul. You know, if there was one manager that you've seen, who would you want to play for? Um... I would say, out of everyone I've seen, mm. oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? But I'd have to say Prime Brucey was pretty special, weren't he, in his early 40s when he first came, that first sort of two or three years. You know, he was signing players that you'd never even dream of seeing in our colours, wasn't he? The likes of mm. Forsal and Heskey and, you know, all yeah. these great players that we signed. Because Heskey was a great player, when, even though he got a lot of stick at the time, he was. He ran and, his uh, it off for us, didn't he? He worked he did. hard. He did, he did, he did. Mm. but yeah, he, he. I mean, it's a tough one for me between. It'd definitely be either Trevor Bruce or McLeish, but I mean Trevor as well. I would imagine Trevor was probably good to play for as well, being such a great player himself as well. But and we know obviously great players don't always make great managers as we've experienced as well. But if I had to pick one, I'd go for Brucey. 
yeah. just just a, a word about Heskey. He, his goals per game for us was his best in his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I liked him. Yeah. I really liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Go, on, go on, Claire. Give us your answer. What position would you want to play in, and, and who wouldn't you want to play for, and who would you want to? Who would be the manager you would play for? Um, I think because I used to play like centre back or like defensive midfield, I like to do that. I like to let everybody else have a go and just might get my head on it. You do what I mean? Yeah. Um, who wouldn't I want to play for? Probably Rooney, because <laughs> just with his past yeah. experience with women, my mum wouldn't my mum wouldn't be allowed to be near the uh, near the training ground, would she? Probably after. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mum. Um, who I would you want to play is probably Bruce. Probably, I think Bruce or Trevor because they were like the prime. Yeah. They were like when I was growing up, and I'd like to play next to like Darren Purse or someone like that. I think that'd be wicked. Good shout, yeah. I wouldn't have minded playing in the Championship under Chris Uton that season either, or, or Gary Monk that mm. season as well. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be enjoyable. Play up front with Marlon King or play up front with Shay Adams would have been. Uh, would have been good that season, wouldn't it? Them two particular seasons since in the last sort of ten or twelve years, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, Mark Meredith, what what would you say? Um, centre back, I'd uh, I'd have to be Claire's partner, so I'd, she was uh, knew what to do there at the back and uh, <laughs> carry her carry her <laughs> a little bit. You know, no reason about football now, Mark. That's terrible. <laughs> I always think quite good at it. I'll do it, and you can do all the other stuff. You no, can no. I, I, to be fair, I, that's where I would have played growing up, anyway. So centre back would have been that. I was always Brucey was one of my favourites when I was growing up. I just I loved the hustle and bustle of heading the ball out and kick, obviously the games changed a lot now. But then it was get the ball as far as you could or head the ball as far as you could, and and that was it. Um, I'd say Rooney right now um, for not. And I'd say John Eustace four, and that's big on me because I'm the type of person and player that would need the the arm around the shoulder a little bit, you know, good and bad, um, to tell me obviously what I needed to do and, and to have that push. And from what I see from the outside, Eustace was very good man manager and got the team together and the whole um, camaraderie that way. And then Rooney was very poor at that, and and then same players lost all their confidence and um, so that's really the reasons why I would choose those two mm-hmm. okay Craig um, it seems a bit repetitive this does but I know when I played I was a centre half so I'd, I'd love to Arsenal no free centre half why not I refuse to play up front the one thing I would say is though I'd like to have played alongside Liam Daish because that guy just he'd head a brick wall let alone the yeah. balls you know what I mean so uh, love to have played alongside him in terms of, of managers Cottrell just no man management skills no tactician whatsoever so I'd never have played under him played four is quite a toughie actually because I'd like to roll three people together because for me it would be Bruce, because of what you could learn from a defensive side of things. But I'd have Hewton, because I think tactically and what he did with the team when he was there was just brilliant. But for passion, Lee Clark. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. just, if you could roll those three things together, you're going to have a, a, a great manager. Um, yeah. 
It's a great, it's a great question though, Lily mm-hmm. Bad. It really does get me thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a really strong defence. We just need some uh, some players around us now. Any goalies? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bro, go on, Watto. What about you? Oh, go on, Watto. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I was a fullback, and yeah, so as a school kid, my hero was Terry Cooper. Uh, I was, although I played more right back than left. Uh, that's that's the style I wanted to play in. So Terry Cooper would definitely be up there, and the other one would be Gary Rowett, um, who was just a very, very, very good defender at right back and a centre half. Did anybody see uh, him play darts on Sky Sports? Yeah, Gary did. Did oh, wow. Gary no. <laughs> yeah. You see, he got oh. what, he got he got one forty. Then he got over two hundred and eighty. Yeah. with with nine darts. No. <laughs> <laughs> It was such a steady hand. It was, I tell you, he could turn to that game. He he's really one of them, man. Rowie's one of them, and he's just good at everything. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you, mate. Carry but on. The, um, yeah, well, uh, I, I, I would, I would, I would want um, Gary Rowie's as my mentor and, and, and instructor, and Terry Cooper as my inspiration. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, and what about the manager you wouldn't play for? Wayne Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that, bro. Right? In fact, in fact, I'd probably have hit him before, before we got to the first training session. Well, bro, I'm, I'm like you, Paul. I'd love to score in front of the Tilton on a yeah. Monday night. On a Monday, on a on a Monday night on Sky, playing then not up the road. Get the ball comes across, chest it down, and then got someone on my right calling for it. I'll turn, I'll spin, I'll smack it in. Sorry, I'm getting carried away. If I'd actually did it, if it would have happened in my life, it would have been during probably the lockdowns when there was nobody there. There's <laughs> <Yeah, no. laughs> one thing as well, Mr. Adams, you couldn't possibly have had a person next to you to pay on the ball because you've got no friends. I'd love to score in front of Tilton. And I think my manager, I think I'd love to play under uh, Francis because he was Mr. Blues. You know, to uh, to play under a blow like that. Well, like you said, I mean, m- you know, Brucey, McLeish. I think they'd all be good managers. Even Mowbray. You know, yeah. it's a hard, yeah. it's a hard choice. I'd hate to. I'm, I'm, I'm not everyone else, so I'd, I hate to play under Rooney. Yeah, I think if I played, I'd probably tell him what I thought of him. To be fair, nobody's mentioned Barry Fry as the <laughs> that manager. Was, that was played. mine. That was mine. You can come to me. So mine was Barry Fry. <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd like I'd like to have played under Barry Fry just just for the just for the fun of it, you know what I mean. But I'd like to have been like a left right back in late sixties, early seventies, where you know you could hang around the goalposts and have a fag and stuff and have a chat with the, the crowd <laughs> and that like um, crunching the left back. That'd be me. Yeah, Chris, at work today in one of our depots, we've got a guy called Kevin and a guy called Francis. Right, and I, actually, and I and I sent an email to both of them, so I put like "Hi Kevin," stroke Francis, <laughs> so, and, that, and that made me smile. <laughs> you could play, you could play up front next to Big Kev, couldn't you, Chris? For Barry Fry? Oh, you could play anywhere with Barry Fry. I yeah. mean, anybody could have played. <laughs> and what position would you play? I'd, I'd probably go left, left back. Yeah, That's right. yeah, left back, crunch a crunching left back. You know, anybody comes near me, just take him down. Take him out. Is that where you played when you played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about the manager? What about the manager you wouldn't play for? Uh, Probably B. Cottrell, yeah. 
Castle. Yeah. Or Rooney. Yeah. yeah, both of them. Yeah. Are, yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> I've, I've just got to read out. I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt, but I've got to read out Nigel Mann's comment here. He's, he's just being realistic on the board and he's saying, Mark Adams, you should be left back in the changing room. Hashtag yeah. no mates. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a mate now, Rove. We we got famous over the weekend, yes, indeed, so you've got yes. me now. Yeah. That's it. That's a personal cracking, pal. Cracking picture that was. No, oh, no, she's just full. I'll set the door right there, Bill. So you're the new, you're the new <laughs> Philip Holly. I've been I've been binned off, Mark. But for you, I'll <laughs> <laughs> stand next to me for a game, Paul. If you can cope with me for ninety minutes of the blues, that's it, your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Lilypad, who asked the question, has actually said herself that she'd play as a centre forward under Barry Fry. Definitely wouldn't want to play under Cottrell or that thing from down the road as manager. Mm. Which, can I ask a question and throw right. it out to viewers as well? If we could, if we were playing for Blues and we couldn't play at St Andrews, what away ground would you like to play at? Villa Park. Villa Park. Yeah, I want to score a trick in front of the old ten. I, I just, I just wanted oh. to mention that I actually. Did have a shot at the tilt when I played for Birmingham Boys, which just missed. And I also had a shot at the halt end when I played in the cup final at Villa Park, which just skimmed the crossbar. That's as close as I got. Imagine saying that you scored. School report for Watto must try harder. Exactly. Exactly. I one of our strikers. Yeah. I played in something called Bring Your Boots about six years ago, two years on the trot. And in the first time I played, I got a pre assist. I actually played it to one player who passed it to the guy who scored. So that, that's pre assist. When did that when did that come around? I, I, I just invented it, Claire, because I did it at the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember last time you invented something, it suddenly got around. Bounce back ability. And unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, can I ask another, can I have another question then? Oh, I'm on a roll here. All right, if we could, if you could play against an opposition player and swap shirts with that player, who would it be? Oh, I've got Ever a counter question to that. Just in, in, the, in the game today, in the modern game, if you could play against any opposition player and they swap shirts with you, who would you swap with? Today. Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Well, Yomre. They ain't played the now. Hall. No, it's from today. Come on, wait. Are you on about now or yeah. modern football? Now. No. I'll say it again for the third time, oh, Courtney. If you can play with someone. Lionel <laughs> <laughs> Messi. Yeah, good shout, Mark. Bellingham. Yeah. Bellingham. I'm saying Jude as well, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. Bellingham for Ethan Laird. That's a chance to get his shirt off. Well, I, I blew. He looked straight at me, didn't he, Mark? The other day, yeah, and I just did. went. Mwah. I just want his shirt or a video or something. I'm turning into Mark. See, ninety minutes, and I'm being like, "Please get me something." Yeah. Uh, just to reverse that question, who wouldn't you swap a shirt with? Any any of them from any corner. Yeah, that's killed up. I, I, I would. I would love to play against a Bangalore. Oh, but I'd, I certainly wouldn't want his shirt. He, w I mean, he wouldn't have one when the game finished anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we got anything? Uh, we got anything lined up, Craig? Any squad game or anything? Uh, no, do you know I haven't done a squad game for oh, today. But one if, job you, is if you give me five, I'll, I'll do it for you just for that. But whilst, whilst I'm looking for squad game, we'll talk about uh, the ladies. Mm, um, yep. So um, unfortunately. We ended that winning streak yesterday um, with uh, a disappointing result at, at Watford. But um, 
you know, I'm sure it's one of those ones where we everybody's like looking and thinking, oh, panic stations, fifth in the league, we're not going to do anything. But actually, I look at the positives here. It's we've got a game in hand against Reading, who are a team that are really, really, really struggling, and uh, I would desperately hope we would get a result against. Reading won yesterday. They did, but they're still struggling. They're still struggling, and also we have. So Watford. Still yeah. supply. Watford the bottom of the league. Um, <laughs> were, were. Um, but there's, there's, you know, we've still got these these big teams to come to St Andrews. We've still got them to to play, and you know, next next game of St Andrews is, is against uh, Southampton on the 18th of, of February, and you know, again, we can do well against these teams, and we can take it forward in the league. And I still believe that that we can win this league. At the end of it, um, we've got a squad that's just gelling. Um, yeah, you know, everybody has a down day, and unfortunately, we had one yesterday, but still believe we can do it. And they're still back this team, and, and let's get as many people as possible down to St Andrews to support them. You know, it's it's both sides of the game. Birmingham, as a men's team, are going to keep ourselves in the championship. There's the positive. Now, let's back these ladies back into the Women's Premier League. Um, hopefully as well we're still working on on getting Darren and a few of the ladies onto the show so that we can talk more around what they do and how things go but there's some real positives really good things uh, nice to see Keris Harrop actually as the uh, the co-commentator for Saturday's game as well so um, the ladies game's on the up and we, we can do more as we've seen with the men's that weekend as well there are offers to get down to the women's game so uh, and don't forget the season ticket holders you get a free ticket we get tickets through the show so please if people want to go let us know and also at this point got the Aussie tickets alright we've got an, an, an adult and a child in the Arthur's area so if you know anybody that can't get down there but would love to go let us know and we can make sure that if they are available we can get them a ticket because we want to support them and so do the people over in Oz mm. Um, Michael Woods has just mentioned the 26th of February yep, yep, at, um, yep. at so-called studios as well in, in, in ACOTS Green. We're mm-hmm. doing a live event there and tickets are selling, I believe, are they, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, more, so than, more than half on sale. Yeah, yeah. There's still a few tickets left. Uh, but yes, there, there will be participation, audience participation. Yeah, we'll have a, a mark out in the audience so you can you can join in. That's yep. good. All looking good. good. Stuff. All looking good. Lilypad's got my brain going now. I want a player from the decade, from the last four decades. So 90s, 2000s, 2000s, actually let's do five, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s and 2020s. So I want the best player from each decade that you're going to pick. A blues player, obviously, yeah. God, that's yeah. tough, days. One player from wow. each decade, yeah. I wasn't alive in the 80s. Mm. So you can do three, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was only four in the 80s. Anybody younger, give me as many as you can that you can remember from it. You're only allowed one player from each decade. Okay. Can I go first then? Yeah, go for it. Um, 90s. Oh, this is when I get it all wrong, isn't it? I'm sure. I would say Brian Hughes. Yeah. Signed in 1996. That was my 90s one. 2000s, I would say I loved... Like AJ, 
Yeah, Andrew okay. Johnson. He was my yeah. favourite. Yeah. 2010, 2020. Ooh. It's toughy, that one is, you know. Mm. you got the League Cup winning team ends, ain't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would reckon... Ooh. Zigic. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. He was a good player. And now... Well, we haven't had many, have we? Probably Jude. Yeah, that's a good shout, Jude. Yeah, he'd be the player that's played for us in the 20s, definitely. I would go 90s. I mean, Stanley's already signed in 1999, didn't he? So would that be classed as 90s or have you got to play a bit more than that? I mean, Mark Ward, Steve Claridge, there's some great players in the 90s. Yeah, that's great. If I had to pick one, I'll I'll go for Stan from 1999. And then in the 2000s, it's got to be Dugarry, isn't it? He was just mm. he was just incredible for six months, um, and I know he's, he hasn't got the longevity there as the likes of, you know, your Damian Johnsons and players like that, and Mike Taylor's in in those days. But he was just special, wasn't he? Dugarry was unbelievable, and mm. Forsell deserves a mention there as well. So mm. I'll go for Dugarry. In the two thousand and tens, I'll go Seb Larson, um, and then in the twenties, I think it's it's hard not to say Djokovic, but yeah, I'd agree with Jude Claire. I'd agree with you on Jude. Go on then, let's go around the room. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one from the 80s, Julian Dix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is my fullbacker coming out again. Uh, the 90s, uh, Gary Rarys. Yeah, good player. Uh, tens, oh, Barry Ferguson. Yeah, good shot. And... Uh, what have we got next? The twenties, Jude, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got four videos of him playing, and I watch. I, you know, when I when I've got nothing else to do, I, I I just watch him again. I watched that goal against Charlton, which which I was there for. Uh, and you know, I just purr every time I see it. The, the, yeah. the whole thing's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. In the eighties, I I caught obviously the mid to late eighties, and uh, I would probably go. From what I saw in the eighties, was Nigel Gleghorn playing in the late eighties, or was yeah, it more? Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go, I'll go with Nigel Gleghorn in the eighties. What I saw, yeah. I, I like Simon Sturridge a lot as well. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Sturridge is mine. Yeah. What about you, Mark Meredith? I think Sturridge for sure. Eighties, late eighties, nineties. Um, Steve, I'm going to say Steve Bruce. I know he didn't play for too long, but again, Bruce, he came from... He was one of my heroes growing up anyway and came from United's captain to to where he was. So, Brucey, um, it's definitely Brian Hughes there as well. There's a little load, isn't there? Definitely his attention as well, didn't he, in the 90s? Devs, Devs for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff Horsfield then in the 2000s, I thought Horse was, was great. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, Christoph, um, but Horse was just one of those... Christoph was amazing, but only on the loan period, where Horse yeah. was one of us for a while. Yeah, um, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and then probably, obviously, you're going to have to go Jude. Then again, Jude wasn't there too long, but um, so it's a difficult one. But it it was just, what's what about- done for the club is, is, I think, has to be chosen. Yeah, yeah. What about Benz? Uh, that's a tough one as well. I liked, uh, I like Fabrice. Um, yeah. liked Gary McSheffrey for a couple of seasons yeah they were more late double O's though weren't they 06, 07 more around that time yeah 
2019, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's tough. All right, come back to that one. I'll copy someone else later. <laughs> <laughs> Have we had everyone's now? Sorry. Yeah, we had I'll go 80s, 80s, Gleghorn. Yeah. You know, and, and that goes, that goes into the early 90s as well, actually, you know, across across yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the lights, you, you know, yeah. I think uh, the... the Oh, it really is tough. I'd probably say I'd probably say Steve Bruce actually into the mm. to, to that time um, into into the into the two thousands. There, there was one player that for me was massively underrated by a lot of people, but was phenomenal for our club, and that was Kenny Cunningham. Mm. Oh yeah, what a player! Mm. <laughs> Jake Birmingham for, follow follow Runzo Akenla for the eighties, Miguel de Souza for the nineties. You might you might you might you might you might Bonk's just come up again as well, Rope. Oh. Arik Bonk for the um Yeah, I said that last week. Yeah, no, you did. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ferdinand Coley and Bernard Son. Great, great team. Great five aside. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Craig, carry on. No, no, I was gonna say um uh, uh, the tens, I am really struggling with I'm the tens to think that. of just a... one person that yeah, stood it's a, out. The now, Jude, yes, everybody can say Jude, but uh, Djukovic, he's just been, he's just been solid for for the club, and and you know he he wears his heart on the sleeve, and and he, he he'll just be remembered as forever Birmingham City. So I think for me, I'd just I'd put him in there. Mm. I'm still struggling with me with the tens, you know, about who would be best. Another couple of my favourites in the nineties, Louis Donoa and Jonathan Hunt oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Hunt were not Hunt was on a par with Hughes, wasn't he? We were sport with with flair players in that time, weren't we? We had Jonathan Hunt and then we had Brian Hughes, didn't we? One after yeah. the other. Just yeah. Right. Which but, very um, similar very similar players, Paul, weren't they? What was four yeah, yeah. what year what, what what decade was four selling? Was that in ten? Two thousands. Two thousands. Oh, yeah, 2003, Forsell signed on loan originally, yeah. and then we signed him, didn't we, after that? Mm. Yeah. Well, the 2010, 2010's great. You could have Stephen Carr. Well, I was going to say, nice little segue, uh, but actually, Stephen Carr, thinking about it, probably would be my my 2010s, but a nice little segue into the fact he uh, he will be joining us on next week's show, so it's going to be a, a great one, and, you know, for those that haven't seen, we've got some great people coming up over the next few weeks Stephen Carr next week followed the week after by another captain in Michael Morrison we then do our live show and we're then followed by our third captain of the trio in in terms of Harley Dean joining us at the beginning of March as well so we've got some great great guests over the next few weeks mm. Chris, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, so, so in that order, so I'll, I'll probably go for Hoppy in the eighties. I think just for his, oh yeah, good start, just, yeah. just just for his passion for for the Blues, really. Um, he could play, could play a bit though, couldn't he as well? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He signed, yeah. signed for Man City, didn't he? Yeah. Um, no, he was a good player. Uh, probably uh, then, probably Brian Hughes, uh, De Gary. I'm a bit. I'm stuck in. I'm, I'll probably go. I'll probably go Carr in the tens. And yeah, and to keep along with everybody else, I'll go for Jude as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice little, uh, nice little game that was. You got? Does that give you enough time to get squad game together now? I have actually got a squad game. Yes, and it is. Um, so we're we're talking the uh, 
2006, 2007 season. Um, so uh, Steve Bruce was our manager during that time, and we were promoted a second from the championship. So should be uh, plenty of names that we can think of as we as we go through this. But what I'm after is uh, squad number eight to start off with, and then I'm looking at squad number fourteen, and finally. I want to end on squad number 29. Okay, I think I know who eight was. I think there was two eights. Yeah. yeah. Was it uh, Andy Cole was one, wasn't it? Andy yeah, Cole David, was one David of the eights. David Dunn, the other one. Yeah, so you've killed the number eight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, lads. 14, 14 was DJ. Was it 29 McSheffrey? Was he another one? He, he was uh, 17, wasn't he? wasn't McSheffrey. Was no. uh, 14 was, was DJ Campbell. Either. 17 was Neil Dance. Well, it sounds like McSheffrid in my book. <laughs> 14, did you say, Mark, then, yeah? DJ Campbell, 14. It was indeed. You want the, oh, you want the 29 as well? Oh, this is really bad. You know the 29 as well, don't you? So keep it quiet for a bit. Let's give it to everybody I, I, else. I, I, I worked for the club at that, that year. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was the kid. I was the kid. Well, I'm going to say we're in a kit. <laughs> well, at which point, I'm going to also ask you for number 23 and 19, if you work for the club at that time, there's a challenge for you. Should I do 29 first? Yeah. 29 was Adam Ledwings, the, Led, Led the goalkeeper. He was indeed. Nine, 19 was Peter Till, my buddy. <laughs> Give you that one. Who was 23? Uh, oh. Matthew Bailey, Burley. Oh, Jesus, you got that as well? <laughs> I, I am impressed with your this time around. No, that, was a good, that was a good year for me. You've uh, upset Paul that much that he's dropped off oh, as no, well? He's, <laughs> he's asking to come back in. Shall we let him in or what? No. <laughs> Can I just do um, a quick shout-out? Because um, I met Richard the other day at the West Brom game, so it was lovely to meet you and... Thanks for Richard, the support Richard, you give us on I don't know. He just went high Richard, on Richard. Yeah. One job. God. He, was, he was actually, he was scared of Mark. That's why he said. Oh, Richard. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Have we got all them numbers? Because I got cut off. Yeah, we, we, we haven't yeah. Mark got them all. Scarily and Mark more. Mark got them all. Yeah. As soon as I mentioned Andy Cole, I got binned off. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark did the printing for the shirts. That's why no. Yeah, I was the kid, <laughs> yeah. Who, who were they then? So you've got Andy Cole eight and David Dunn, and then fourteen was that DJ Campbell? Was that right? Was yeah. indeed. Yeah. And twenty nine was twenty nine. Adam Lenskins. Okay. So that was what game then? That, that, so that was squad that game. Was squad then? Game. <laughs> that then? Oh, just a little question to everybody. Thoughts on the transfer window and how things went. Um, so we had three in a uh, few few youngsters going out I think the last day we could have seen more um, in terms of, of outgoings but you know they didn't materialise um, but yeah what, what's the uh, panel's thoughts on, on how things went and uh, what, what we did do it was quite um, a day wasn't it? What were you? It, was a, it was a quiet day wasn't it all in all on transfer deadline day we all do it don't we we all stay up till half eleven Hoping mm. that he's going to across, come across the bottom that we signed Lionel Messi, but um, <laughs> yeah. you know um, we didn't. 
Josh Andrews, Josh Andrews. No, we didn't, Chris. Oh, unfortunately, I love the way they big it. I love the way they big it up on Sky Sports as well. And then some bloke's gone to Swindon, like in in yellow, in like massive text on the side of the screen. Yeah, as though it's massive news because that's the only thing that's going on, really. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Josh Andrews, Josh Andrews went, didn't he? Where did Josh Andrews go? Remind me. Gillingham. Was it Gillingham? On a permanent, yeah. 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 So all the best to him. Then I was hoping at one point he was going to be. You know, because I've never, I've only seen AJ that's been involved in our academy as a striker, really, that's come in and been any good as a striker. You know, in all those, all these years. You know, I think the last yeah. one before that was probably Trevor, wasn't it? Mind you, Simon Sturridge as well was was good as well. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah Sturridge and um, yeah, Sturridge. <laughs> <laughs> but there yeah. isn't many. Bro. Am I missing anyone? I think so. What about Wayne Clark? What about Wayne Clark? Who's the guy that went off to America? Mark. Mark Meredith. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> No, the intelligent one. <laughs> Gordon. Went off to Texas. Who's, who's gone off to Texas? What players gone off to Texas? Gordon. Oh, oh that's Gordon. it. Yeah, no, no, uh, yeah. Sorry, we, do, we, do, we digress anyway. Um, so that, that's my answer anyway. A quiet day overall. But yeah, I think the players that we've signed will improve the squad. And uh, I don't know a lot about uh, the South Korean player. Um, yeah. You know, but... From what you've said so far, obviously Dazal had a decent game on Saturday as well, and Pritchard as well. So, yeah, hopefully they'll strengthen us, and we can start to climb up the table. I, 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 I could, I have to say, it was uninspiring, solid. But mm. I'm, I'm not criticising any of the signings. No. Uh, don't know enough about them yet. And but you know, without a striker, we, you know, you, you could get. You could get Lionel Messi in our midfield, and he wouldn't find he wouldn't find somebody to score a goal. Hmm. And, and and that's I mean, it, I understand why we didn't, uh, and all the rest of it. But you know, I just I, I like you sat there for I didn't I didn't stay up till half eleven watching it, but during most of the afternoon, I'm sitting there thinking, come on, just just pull pull a rabbit out the hat, you know, somebody. I'd 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 I'd, I'd have accepted uh, Lyle Taylor. Uh, you know, any anybody, anybody <laughs> who can score. Uh, I mean, Lotel is playing for Cambridge now. I think Cambridge, yeah. Uh, uh, Cambridge, but some just somebody. You know, um, <laughs> thinking about it, I, 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 I'd have accepted Josh Andrews. You know, <laughs> because it, he always looked like he was going to be the replacement for Juki, wasn't he? You know, the big, big lad, and he scored goals, good with his head. Uh, always did well when he went on loan. He always did well, scored goals, uh, and came back to us in nothing. And he got sent out again somewhere else and did okay again. Mm. Do, we, do, we, do we think the team? Do we think the squad now is better? Claire, question to you actually: Do you think the squad now is better than what it was this time last year with the likes of Trusty, Hannibal, and Chung, etc.? Um, I think that's a tough one, really. I think Trusty Hannibal and that lot, they had a bit more experience within the league. I think I was quite happy with the window. I think it was a lot more than we thought. If you've got Pritchard for 100,000, you've got Sunco for free, Dazelle on loan, we kept JJ, we kept uh, Sandsfield. The only thing was is that we didn't get rid of some of the high earners. But you're not going to with their contracts out at the end of the season. So... I think that they've played it really, really well. If you had said to me, we're bringing in so many players, I would have been happy. I think a striker was needed. But yeah. again, 
we've got hopefully we've got enough even with Hogan being on the bench I thought actually for Mowbray's first game Hogan wasn't that bad because he will still run for you and I was surprised he didn't come on against mm. West Brom I think Rob you said you know if he came on he scored a hat-trick there last season yeah, you might get it? something and I think you know you could have put Jay on the right I just thought when he did bring on all these players, the midfield seemed to get really, really congested. It was like that they were fighting for space for each other, which hopefully we'll see a difference. Um, but yeah, like I, I think they're all different players, aren't they? I think Trusty brought a lot of experience. Hannibal did as well. Chong did. I just think that we've got to give them time to settle in and, you know, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday play tomorrow or Wednesday, so we've Tomorrow, had longer, yeah. so we'll see what happens. But I think we've had a good window. The goalkeeper, yes, we might need them, but apparently Ruddy's going to be back sooner, I've heard. Right. So, Etheridge just needs to work on his distribution because he threw the one ball to Laird, he nearly knocked him out. He was so high up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then he, <laughs> he threw it. He's in Laird's head. And Laird was just like, oh, okay then. Um, but I just Did you show something, yeah. Claire? Claire was, you like, Laird, Laird was looking at Claire. That was the problem. He didn't see the ball. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give him a hand. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, we had a good comment coming from Nigel Mann there. He's just said that, um, let's face it, we have a better manager and better owners. What more can we ask for yeah. than what we had this time last year? Which is yeah. fair point. You can't argue with that, can you? Yeah, I think for my from my, I think the three players we brought in are, are, are going to strengthen the squad. Um, I just think it's three midfield players, and if you look at our midfield players that we have in the club, um, we've probably got enough midfielders now to actually put a team out. Um, you know, yeah. with JJ and Bakuna and Bellic uh, and Sunich, and you know the three that just brought in, and then George Hall to come back and. So it would have been nice to try maybe a centre-back or a striker just in the mix. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think he, I think under his thoughts is that if he moves Bellic back to centre-back, then he brings Dezal in to take Bellic's position. Um, he wasn't 100% sure on JJ. That was the reason why Pritchard or um, the South Korean came in. And then, again, Pritchard, when he's fit, I think can play in that 10 just behind Stansfield and be that extra striker that may score goals. So I think he's got a definite... Idea of what the three were going to do. Um, we just, as fans, we just want, like you say, we just want the Lionel Messi striker in. Um, and that's not, you know, we have to be realistic enough to the three signings that we made uh, are at the level that we need to be right now. I think Pritchard's a big steal. I really do. Um, and then the others are, you know, they'll do a job. Mm. Man's made a great comment. He said it's actually for the first time in a long time we've got creditable options on the bench and we can switch it up. Which I think is is a fair comment. That's true. Not as strong as we would like, but we can swap things about there. Mm. Yeah, no, no. You have to have a bit of strength in depth because we we have been well in all my life watching the Blues. Really, we've been riled, you know, by injuries, haven't we? We always have injuries, don't we? Blues, you know, it's always the same and. You know, you do need quality players to come in and replace them, just so that you don't, you know, you don't miss them as much. And you know, dare I say, Claire, you're probably going to pull me up on this, but you know, we 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 Laird's the best right back we've got. Don't get me wrong, but I thought Drama really did cover him well, didn't he, when he played? 
Okay. Yeah, I think Drama is an overall player, isn't he? He can play on the left, he can play in the middle. I would definitely sign him out of probably all the people on loan. He would be, you know, he can play anywhere. Even if you yeah. put him up front, he'll probably still do a job for you. So yeah. I think he would be one um, that you would go for. Yeah. But hopefully, well, hopefully he's back sooner rather than later because I think we did need him, especially, you know, with Buchanan and that. But you know, would you drop long for Sanderson? I think we do need Sanderson back in there for a bit of pace. I think Billy and Sanderson together would be probably the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Any more questions coming in for us, Chris? Or uh, there's quite a few, but I think we need to move to predictions, don't we? As well. Do okay, we? Yeah. yeah. I'll start us off then. I'll go for I'll go for three one blues on Friday night. Craig, uh, I'm going to go two one blues Friday night. Mark Meredith. Uh, nasty little one nil away nice Claire well I'm hoping because I'm literally flying there from work I say a 3-0 win so we'll see Rope I'm going to say 2-1 as well 2-1 Blues okay yeah. what's up 2-0 2-0 Chris? Got to keep a clean sheet. Yeah. Got to keep a clean sheet. I I don't think uh, Wednesday will score at all yeah I'm I'm probably going for a I'll go for a 3-0 nice one I hope you're right a lot of people on the message board are going for uh, for two nils. Uh, we've got uh, Mandy Irving says that uh, it'll be Blues winning in two one. Nigel Mann reckons, unfortunately, it's going to be a poor draw. Uh, Trevor Malloy said uh, Blues four two. Steve Kimberley says two nil Blues. Scarily, Chris, there's a lot of people saying they want it to be six nil. Want yeah. you to present the show naked at the live show. I'm ready. <laughs> song song and book it already. But there's a lot of people also saying that if that happens, they want a refund. If you wear a thong, our special guest will have to be Chong, so we've got Thong and Chong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be wrong. <laughs> we just need uh, Ray Hobbro saying 1-0 Blues for Stansfield to score. Jake Birmingham says 5-1 Blues. Michael Woods a cheeky 1-0. Um, and Paul Lilly finally Blues to win 4-1. Oh. Well, there we go. Mm. Crikey, that, that's it's a must really. win. That's as simple as that. I don't care if it comes off someone's ankle, an own goal. It's a dodgy decision. We have to win on Friday. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we need that. Uh, we need that springboard now, don't we? Because I think that I think Mowbray's good enough, and the squad's good enough as well. You know, to to you know go and win like three or four games on the trot. You know, they can do it. I think start to climb up the table a bit. Because I'm yeah. sick to death finishing 17th or below. I've got to finish right. in 17th. Mm. If anyone at the club's listening, make sure we finish above 17th this season because that's progress. It's getting boring. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, there we go. Any more, oh, any more, any more questions for us, Chris, I or think comments? We've gone over time, so I think that's it. Uh, Paul. We, uh, yeah, is that the is that the end? We're wrapping that's, up then. Okay, that's so it. we've been We're wrapping up. So we've been the Tilton Talk Show yet again, and um, it's good night from me, Paul Hipkiss. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And it's also a good night from Mark Meredith at work in Dallas, in America, looking very serious. Good night from me, and it's a good night. <laughs> Never serious. Good night from Robe. <laughs> yes, good night from me, and it's good night from Claire Giblin. Good night from me, see you on Friday, and it's a good night from Craig. And uh, it's a good night from me. Good night from the chairman. And it's a good night from me and a good night from Chris. Why am I always last but one? <laughs>
<laughs> you know, it should be going I, I have order. to work out who hasn't been. <laughs> good night, Chris. And it's a good night from me. Good night. See you later. Good job, boys. Mark, have you got any friends yet? Working on it. I've got one. Have enough there. Five years. Ah, I'm gonna have to find this. Gonna have to find this. Got a date before the Sunderland game. Let's set it up. Where is Bob Drinkbar? A friend is. I'm going to buy a new shirt as well. Yeah, know. And cologne. Buy a friend as well. <laughs> the night's a small affordable part. Yes. And sponsors. When you get a friend, what do you have to do? Like, an application, mate. You'll never find out. Mark, you slap a fortune. I'd slap a fortune if I had no friends. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Popular. Claire, did you you understand my message, by the way? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.